There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now listen, they want me to say hello, welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Uh, the new visas for uh, bringing immigrants yep. into the country. Do you think it's uh, going to work or not? Well, I think it's, it's a step on the right path. I mean, it doesn't tackle the major issue which we face, which is the abuse of the asylum system. It doesn't tackle the shortage of skills in this country, which is what, of course, causes a lot of the problem. Uh, but nevertheless, to, uh, to try and control who's coming in, to insist that they contribute to the National Health Service, that they can't get benefits for five years, I think these things uh, are, are, are right uh, and put us on the right path. Mm. Um, what about <clears throat> a lot of people today and are talking about the fact that uh, uh, a lot of uh, farming jobs are going to be very difficult to fill unless they can bring people in uh, uh, to do that during uh, short contracts in the summer? Well, the, um, the farming, uh, and particularly the fruit farmers, have always had uh, special arrangements. Um, under the Concordia Agreement, uh, and I'm sure that some such special arrangement will continue. The idea of this is not to prevent people employing from abroad, but to control to control that employment. Yeah. We've always had a perfectly good work service scheme. We've always had a farm workers scheme. They were a work permit scheme, rather. We've always had a farm workers scheme. Um, really, there's no reason why it shouldn't continue. Do you think some of this should have been done before? I mean, you used to be Home Secretary. Yeah. Were there things you would like to have done then that you couldn't? Uh, well, I was Immigration Minister rather than Home Secretary. Uh, and the answer to that is yes, but it wasn't so concerned with this uh, because we hadn't then had the enlargement and, and all the rest of it. It was more concerned, my uh, worry at the time, and still is, um, the pure level of illegal immigration. But how, is, yeah, that, 
I was going to talk about that next. How is yeah. it that we can stop that? Because we don't know how many people are in here illegally. Most of yeah. them will be working because they won't be able to get benefits. Yep. So what do um, we do? Well, what happens largely is somebody comes in here, comes here illegally on a lorry. Uh, he's found, sometimes only after years, but he's found. Um, he then says, I claim asylum. And because we do not practice detention and we do not have national identity cards, by the time we come to say no, he simply disappeared and the whole process starts again. Mm. So what I proposed when I was uh, Shadow Home Secretary uh, was that we should automatically detain all new asylum seekers so that we can deal with their claims quickly and we know where they are if we're going to say no mm. and we can give a proper welcome to those to whom we're going to say yes. You see, and I don't see why we shouldn't have some kind of detention centre before yep. people are uh, uh, given full freedom of our country. Oh, well, as I say, you know, I actually proposed, uh, and indeed my successor, uh, Oliver Letwin, also proposed, but David Cameron dropped it, um, that we should do exactly that, that when somebody said, I claim asylum, that they should be moved to a secure reception centre, not a prison, yeah. but a reception centre. Uh, you'll be able to pick out the genuine very, very quickly, whereas at the moment they're clogged up in a queue with all the others. Uh, but those to whom you're going to say no, they're there, they're on the spot, you don't have complicated issues about contacting them, uh, and you know exactly where they are if you want to return them. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, Susan was uh, saying when she phoned in, uh, she thinks that Britain should leave all uh, those people infected on the boat in Japan till they get better and then bring them back. Uh, Stephen Dorrell, former health secretary, joins us now. Stephen, good evening. Thank you for talking to us. Um, what do you think about that? Should we just say, well, you know, maybe if they just stay there until they get better and then we bring them back? Well, I think that the, the, uh, those who have been tested positive and who are on the ship, there's a question whether they should be on a... Uh, they put them, bring them home. They obviously have to be on a flight. So there's a, a risk then that, uh, of transmission of the virus to other passengers on the flight. And so I can understand why, given the length of time they've already been there, asking them to uh, sit out a, a further period to recover, is uh, I, uh, that's, a, I think, a sensible um, control system, actually. Uh, what I also think, however, is that we need to get the reaction to coronavirus uh, in proportion. Uh, we need to remember... Uh, that around the world there are half a million people, mm. roughly, die of flu every year. Uh, and th that doesn't make... We, sh we shouldn't be um, lax about controlling new viruses as they arise, but we should keep in proportion the reaction uh, to what is, in effect, simply a new virus of the kind that will always develop. And in a world where international travel is part of modern life, I don't think we should be suspending it. We should be careful about introducing new controls which restrict travel and, and undermine people's confidence to travel um, uh, without very careful mm. thought. Um, there was a story, probably spurious in the mail of the weekend, about this being a man-made virus uh, that has escaped. What do you think the chances of that are? Well, if by that they mean deliberately created, I think the chances mm. of that are minimal. 
Mm. Um, it, it depends what you mean by man-made. If it's it, in the sense that it was uh, the, the the best, uh, the, I think the most mm. reliable uh, version of where this came from is that it's the result of uh, street markets in uh, that part of China uh, with uh, uh, public health standards that we probably wouldn't regard as acceptable any longer in the West. But that's uh, you know, our, our public health standards haven't always been like that. Uh, and uh, the, obviously, to answer your question directly, a street market is, a man, is something yeah. that uh, human beings do. So in that sense, it's man-made. Mm. But I think it's much more, it's much more fundamental than that. Uh, uh, this type of virus is constantly mutating and constantly changing. Um, it's a fact of life. It's part of the world that we live in. Uh, the, uh, the, disease, the disease patterns change. And unless we want to suspend foreign travel, which I personally think would be a grotesque overreaction, mm. uh, we have to uh, react uh, in proportion to the, uh, to the natural process of disease, disease evolution. But it has killed, I mean, it killed a young doctor who was uh, the one who was the whistleblower. He was only young, he was only 36, and it killed another doctor recently. So... Is it killing younger people who aren't? I'm not, yeah, I'm not suggesting that it's uh, a trivial development. That's absolutely not the case. Uh, but uh, as I said, started off by saying, I think we need to remember that, uh, if I can put it this way, normal flu, normal influenza, is a serious form of illness, and we mm. should take proper mm. steps to immunise people and to limit... Uh, but it doesn't normally kill well, younger people, strong it, people. Well, yeah, it... it, it Usually not, is the answer. But and I, I don't know the circumstances and the very tragic circumstances in which this young doctor died. Well, it's we two do now, it's that, two. But we do know that the great majority of normally healthy people who've contracted this virus have recovered from it. So, in a way, it isn't that much more dangerous than flu, but it's something that um, uh, people are now beginning to get worried about. Should we have brought these people back off this boat, Stephen, earlier? Because a lot of other uh, nations brought their, uh, their people back before we did, and uh, people are beginning to say, look at Britain, they couldn't be bothered. Yeah, I, I, I think that the, uh, this particular ship, uh, the people who were on it, were not well uh, uh, supported by uh, the policymakers, not just in this country, but actually in Japan as well. And if you've got a new uh, disease developing, uh, then it's an odd form of public health control to insist that a significant number of people should be left in a community where obviously it did spread and became... I think I'm right in saying the largest concentration of this new disease outside China. Mm. Um, so I don't think it was a well it was well handled. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, Russ Kane, good evening to you, sir. Sorry to keep you that waiting. By the way, it's Heather Small, not Heather Watson. He doesn't care. We used to know her, didn't we, Heather Mills? And um, DJ and whatever his name is, uh, they're in a branch of Morley's. (laughs) Oh, yeah, PJ and Duncan. (laughs) PJ and Duncan. Where are you at the moment, Russ? Pardon me? Yeah, where are you at the moment? Where am I? Uh, Sort of uh, south of the river. All right, Okay. fine. Down with the kids. Yeah. 
Oh, that's good. And uh, are you are you producing at the moment, or I'm I'm, I'm not not producing a hell of a lot of broadcasting and writing, but thank God, not producing anything. Oh, that's a shame, Russ. Why not? Why have you it's given a, it all up? It's an absolute <laughs> mare, and I don't <laughs> ever want to go back there. Thank you very much. Yeah, all just Reese, listen to wise words of Russ here, Reese. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the Brits anyway? Well, it's not for you, it's not for me. It, you know, we're 3,000 years too old for the Brits. And, and so when people get so uppity on social media, oh, I hate this and I, yeah, of course you do, because it's not aimed at you. You're not 16, you're not even 25. And that's, that's pushing it a, a lot. Oh, come on, Russ. I mean, honestly, yeah. did you have to come on the show and start insulting us right yeah. from the word go? You can still act like you're 25. I've done age appropriation. Go sue me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can compare the acts of of your era with the acts of now, can't you? What? And go, are they more real? Or who can get Samantha Fox and Mick Fleetwood? Although, as much as we try, um, <laughs> it's it's not aimed. The, the thing is, right? It's not aimed at us. And music moves on, and we go where we want to go. And and people who, who love that music, mm. and there's billions of them. Yeah, no, I know. Will enjoy, will enjoy it, and I think it's very unfair. I, re- I genuinely do. The people, you know, of our age going, oh, I hate the Brits, oh, I hate... Mm. You know, and then they wheel out <laughs> who we love, and we love Kenny Jones. And we yeah, love we do. And it was and it was the um, tribute to Ginger Baker the other yeah. day at the, the Eventum, etc. Yeah. Um, and that didn't look so great, to be brutally honest with you. You know, you watch it on YouTube, you think, why did I like this so much? Uh, what, Ginger mm. Baker? I love Ginger Baker, you're yeah. kidding, but having passed on... You were watching, maybe it was just the mix that I was listening to. But Could have been, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the Brits, I thought was his best probably because I'm a, a softie, is when Freddie made his final appearance at anything and got his Lifetime uh, yeah, Achievement yeah. Award. Listen, because we feel, uh, <clears throat> I'm going out on a bit of a limb here. Yeah, you are, go on. All right. Yeah, Off you go. On, I don't care. <laughs> like, you know, people like Freddie or, or, or Rod are in a league of mm. their own and they have been loved and sung, and, you know, everyone sings along for God knows how many years. Mm. The Beatles, 50, 60 years. You're not going to get that. No. But here's the but thing, listen, fine. here's the thing, Russ, right? Uh, I was 20 when I had my first job on the radio, uh-huh. and that was back in the 70s, and I don't know how old you are, Russ, but oh. probably not far off me. Yeah. Uh, and, and when we started, what we were doing was new. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I I had I came just mm. after the pirate radio station, so I had them to think, and they were big stars at the yeah. time, and, and and rock and roll and pop music and whatever was new and it was exciting. It's still exciting. Um, it hasn't changed. Hasn't developed much in twenty years. Has well, it? yeah, has you got Stormzy and Dave? Yeah, they are just rappers, and rap's been around for you know decades. Well, yeah, but now. most most of the music hasn't. And you know where I used to I used to. You know, tease people and say, if you're not very careful, you'd be working on Radio 2. Yeah. Uh, right, although Radio 2 could do better, of course, yeah, in my opinion. Know, You've got yeah, lots of commercial rubbish. stations playing the sort of yeah, music we like. He's always mumbling yeah, Radio rubbish. 2, it's, it's, I just yeah. think Radio 2 is a bit, you know. Yeah, is it? Okay. It's not all as right. good as it. No, no. Because you like Mantovani and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. You yeah. don't do Mantovani. You love yeah. Frank Chaxfield and his wonderful <laughs> symphonic yes. string. Uh, I do miss that. <laughs> Or Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Oh, yeah, Herb Alpert. Too modern for him. Is that too modern for you? Yeah, yeah, as far as... I, I like that one when they used to get the violinist and they'd have a nightingale in a cage that would <laughs> would, would chirp along with it on the home service. <laughs> 
maybe we need to have age-appropriate yeah. Brit awards. But, you know, you can appreciate new music, can't you, you oldies? <laughs> you, you like that Billie Eilish, don't you? So it's not yeah. an age thing. You can see what's good and what isn't. And Actually, listen, I like... I, I don't rate Stormzy much. I think no, it's just a bit harsh. It's but, credibility, yeah. that is. It's street Dave, cred, isn't it? Dave was... I yeah. think that's... Dave was quite I like interesting, Dave, wasn't it? Yeah. But then I didn't think it did him any favours getting up and making his political speech. Mm. It's a huge thing. You know, I was, I was writing about it today on social media and then... My initial reaction, I'm going to be absolutely straight with you, my initial reaction is, oh, God, what, what now? Who is this mm. bloke? Never heard of him. What's all this garbage? And then I watched it, and then I read the lyrics, and then I read about him. And i got to be quite frank. My, my view did a 180. I, I completely changed my view. Mm. Um, he's 21 years old. How many people, you and I, anybody listening, when you're 21 can sit there and do that with such composure and write with such passion. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.